Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. We're super excited about today's conversation. Yes, I'm ready. Um, because <laughs> I have an issue with this. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we're Here talking we <laughs> about relationships with women, friends. Women. Yeah. Yes. Like it's super hard. And I know I can't even say it. I know it's not just me. No. Because I talk to so many women that also have said they have issues mm-hmm. with just making friends with other women, like getting along with other staying women. Staying friends with other stay, women. Yes, staying friends with other women. It's Working just with them, whatever. Everything. Yeah. And, and I always hear like the, oh, that's because we're catty, this, this, and that. And mm-hmm. I think like there's obviously some truth to that because yeah. it does happen. But I think it's like deeper roots. Oh, for sure. Like there's got to be deeper roots to this because mm-hmm. why is this like a common thing? And obviously... It's not everyone, because sometimes I'll see, like, these pictures of these women on social media who have, like, a wedding party of, like, 50 women friends. And I'm like, where did you find these Where did these you people? find all these friends? Were they, like, from child? The only thing I can think of, and I know I'm probably wrong, as I can't say all cases. The only thing I can think of is, like, maybe they were, like, childhood friends. Like, you know, I think it was easier mm-hmm. to make friends. When you were younger, oh yeah, me I personally, agree. I think it was much easier to make friends because it was like, oh, you like purple, I like purple. Oh, you like, I don't <laughs> you know, like dolls, I yeah. like dolls, and it was just easy, simple. Like you just found a commonality, and you guys just hit it off. Exactly. And, and when you're kids, like you're young, you're carefree. It's just you don't like, think about so many things that no. adults think about. No, not at yeah. all. So it was just so much easier. And then as you get older, especially. I feel like for me, I can only speak for myself, but especially now at like 34, mm-hmm. like in your 30s and even like like late 20s, and things, I think it's harder because, you know, typically you're out of school, you know, you, you've done high school, you've done college, um, and you've kind of settled down into your own little life. True. You know, some people have gotten married, some people have had kids, some people have moved away, mm-hmm. and you're settled in like this routine. Mm-hmm. And it's oftentimes hard to break out of like one of the issues for me is like I don't I don't go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't go out quite often. Mm-hmm. So it's like how am I even going to make gonna make friends? How am I even going to make friends cuz I don't go out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I think that Like you said, it's easier when you're at school or even at a job, you know. And now a lot of people are work from home or Mm, you've been working at the same place for a long time. So it's hard to meet women, Mm -hmm. um, let alone, you know, have long-lasting, maintaining relationships. Um, If you had to pick one thing that you would blame for Mm. the demise of (laughs) female (laughs) relationships, Listen, you yeah. ain't gonna, I ain't going to argue with you. But listen, I have rationale to that. So okay, I'm not just going to say men and just leave it there. I think I've said this before in one of the other episodes is, is that, you know, back, and I should say back in the I don't know what culture still practice like monogamy and, you know, things like that. But um, there was a time where it was very common for men to have multiple wives. Mm. And that was just a thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a thing. In multiple cultures. And it wasn't just like, oh, it was really prominent. It was in multiple cultures where men could have multiple wives and it was normal. It Mm -hmm. was accepted. Um, And I feel like that caused a lot of jealousy, a lot of strife, a lot of competition amongst women. I I personally don't believe God created that, you know, that dynamic to be in that that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. he created Adam and Eve. 
and I feel like that twisted the family unit and I feel like again it, it just put strife between women um I feel like nowadays it's just kind of like been passed on from generation to generation whether if it's from hearing your mom or seeing you know the family dynamic of two women kind of like I don't know, bickering or... You, mm. And sometimes it's just the tension. Mm. The tension you feel. So when you see that and you're growing up in that and then you're passing that on from generation to generation, then it gets all the way to the point of like, well, I don't need no man and I don't need no friends. You know, it's almost like that hyper-masculine, feminine yeah. woman. And it's like... Um, I, I honestly feel like, and, and not to say that I think men purposely did it. I mean, the men were just like, hey, I have multiple wives. I'm going to have multiple wives. Like, but I feel like that caused a lot of jealousy between yeah, women. I agree. I, I don't know if men purposely did it, but right. then again, I think they might, have <laughs> they might have. Because I think that when it comes to getting what you want, you mm. learn how to manipulate it. And That's you true. know that these women are going to fight for your attention. Or they're going to, mm-hmm. back in those times, obviously. Well, mm-hmm. never mind. It happens today, too. But they're going to be fighting over who's having the most babies, who's mm-hmm. spending the most time with you. And I feel like men would like that and they will manipulate that and they will use their riches and they will use their status to gain all those different women knowing that a lot of women uh, find validation and having their attention and you know what I mean being the the most important to you or whatever the case is and I feel like that is showing up a lot today and not Mm -hmm. just in like competing for a man's love and attention but in this country period especially like as far as the patriarchy with like Things such as um, male-dominated industries, I would say. You know, like, um, I read that there is, like, 2% of women who are um, owners in the alcohol industry. Mm. And so when I think about that, it's like there's 2%. So say Gabby wants to start her own wine business and I want to start my own wine business. We know only one of us is getting in. So (laughs) when you're going to start seeing... um, Commercials of me being like, y'all drinking Gabby's cheap wine when y'all could be drinking <laughs> Nikki's <laughs> rosé or I don't know. I'm going to tear her down because right. only one of us is getting in because there's just not enough room right. for two women to be successful at the same time. You see it mm-hmm. all the time with the male-dominated rap industry. You yeah. can see collabs with Jay-Z and uh, Nas and whoever else, whatever big artist you'll see, but you see Nicki Minaj arguing with every, every female artist female. that there is. You see women tearing each other down because we can only have one. They being compared to each other. But that's the, I think that's also an issue too. Mm-hmm. It's not just the woman getting in that position and then, I mean, yes, there are situations where we will start comparing ourselves and things like that, but I think it's also to society. Right. Because I can't tell right. you how many times I've like read something like that with mm-hmm. like a Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B or whoever who is in that that realm mm-hmm. of work and it's already limited to women, but then people are like, oh, well, she ain't this. Oh, she ain't that. Oh, well, this person raps better. This person sings better. Like, I just seen something uh, today about I don't even know who he is. I think he's a sports air caster or whatever. Whatever you call them. I don't know. Y'all know those those, those sports guys. Oh, the guy. They oh. talked about, like, Rihanna's not no Beyonce or something oh, like that. No. And everyone was like, but I was so glad because actually a lot of women were like, yeah, we don't expect her to be Beyonce. We expect her to be Rihanna. We don't need to Beyonce. But like we don't people, need two Rihannas. People, like, want to pent women up they against do. each other. They do. And women, we sometimes fall right into that trap of... 
you know, they a lot of women have admitted to that, that they have never had an issue with each other. But then you get on Twitter and all the fans are comparing you to each other. Her music is better because of this. Her body looks better because of this. Her voice is better because of this. And then they fall into that because mm-hmm. they get to defending themselves against the other fans. Well, when was the last time she had a hit and her body not real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're mm-hmm. trying to defend themselves against the fans and now they have beef with each other. But it's also that this society does not allow us it it constantly requires us to compete against each other that's a great example rihanna and beyonce i feel like both of them the beehive and rihanna navy are gonna go crazy for both of them and i feel like they are so amazing in their own beyonce is literally the most country texan Mm -hmm. creole black girl and then you got this beautiful crazy island girl with this totally different style of music everything yeah why in the world will we try to say one is better than the other i need both of them in my life yes exactly (laughs) but i think that again it feeds into the jealousy it feeds into the competition and then too like i feel like women are always in competition for some reason Mm -hmm. we're always in competitions competition just in life Mm. like Who's married first? Who has kids first? Who is like it's, it's Who's the better mom? Who's the better wife? Everything. And it's crazy. And I feel like that puts so much pressure on us. Mm-hmm. And I think that oftentimes it gets in the way of like developing real true friendships. Yes. It's so needed. It's so needed because I've been there before. I've been there before where I've had friends, you know, growing up. In, you know, grade school, going to high school and whatnot, it's, like I said, easier to have friends. But I was always, like, a small circle person. Mm-hmm. I've always, like, every stage of my life that I can remember have had, like, two or three really close friends mm-hmm. that I would call, like, my best friends. And then, like, a very small group of, like, your friends slash associates. Mm-hmm. So people who you can kick it with, you may see them here and there, go out here and there, but you're not really close in it. Mm-hmm. And it was always cool for me. I'm like, I don't, I mean, even though there was times that I desired popularity, there was times that I desired to have like a huge friend group like some other people, I also remember hearing like a lot of strife in those big groups of friends. Like it wasn't necessarily, just because they had so many friends didn't necessarily <laughs> mean that they were all really true friends. Yeah. It was just like, I'm part of the the it group. Yeah, that's And I feel like, too, like, those things can also get in the way of being, like, too clicky. Mm Because I I know you and I have been in the situation (laughs) where we were trying to make friends at a certain stage of our life. And it almost felt like you were trying to get into a click that was not possible. Not possible. And it it was literally not possible. Like, it, it doesn't matter what you do, what you say. Who you are, how you are, you just couldn't get in it. And and whatever, you know, some people like that and they want to keep in their circle and that's cool, whatever. If, if, I'm, not, if I'm not allowed into your friend group, that's fine. Ugh. But I think it gets in the way of what a true friendship can be. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think that a friendship has to be genuine. It cannot yeah. be genuine if I'm your friend based on the fact that we both have master degrees or we are both summa cum laude, whatever the case is, because as soon as I do something that's not bougie and educated or whatever, you're going to look at me weird or I can't talk to you about certain things. So, um, yeah, and I think that with the big groups, that definitely, I've been a part of that all Mm -hmm. my life. I think um, when I was in high school, um, it was a lot of us that mm-hmm. were just friends. Like, I, I don't even know how we did that. <laughs> right. But it would be really bad because if if somebody, ended, if you made somebody mad in mm-hmm. that group, 
um, then you had a gang of people who didn't like you and you oh, would get wow. bullied. Like oh, I wow. got bullied one time, like, I mean, multiple times yeah. and it wasn't just me, you know, I seen it happen to the other people in the group if they did the wrong thing, you know wow. what I mean? So it's just like, it's just toxic any kind of way. And I think yeah. that, what do you think, why do you think it's so hard? I mean, I know we talked about like mm-hmm. going back, but like to change that, like, what or what would it take to mm-hmm. get to a point where you can see a woman having everything you maybe want? I honestly think I think the issue is each individual. Like each mm-hmm. individual has their own mindset about it. Each individual has their own, you know, thought process. So like for me, the only reason why it's hard for me is because I feel like, and this kind of sounds like narcissistic, so it's not, mm-hmm. but it, I feel like other women make it hard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have a desire to have super close-knit relationships. I have a desire to have multiple friends. Like I have a desire for us to all get along and just be happy-go-lucky, wonderful. But the other women that I've at least come across, for whatever reason, whatever, maybe they've had something happened in the past where they have trust issues with mm-hmm. women. Maybe it is a jealousy thing. Maybe it's a competitive thing. Whatever the case is, they're closed off. Mm-hmm. So the issue is, I think sometimes, is that you may have all the right intentions and you may be going into it to make friends, mm-hmm. but the other person's blocking you. Mm. So and I, And what I used to do is I used to take that to extreme offense. Like, yeah. I would really feel like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, we talked about before in other episodes, like, we can both shine. So you could be killing it, and I want to still be your friend. Like, you could be making buku bucks, Mm -hmm. like, out here traveling, doing all the things that I'm not doing, but I'm not just because of who I am. I'm not going to be jealous of you. Like, I'm going to be, like, rooting for you. Like, this is awesome. Like, keep going. Like, you're inspiring me, and I hope... One day that I can get to that point mm. where I can be an inspiration to someone else in some other way. Yeah. So I think it's just each individual because how I am is like, I'm not going to be jealous of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to discourage you. I'm not going to talk down on you. I'm not going to backstab you and gossip about you. Like, I'm going to want the best for you. But some women just don't want that. They can't do that. They just yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I think um, I've been in situations where I've kind of had the door closed on me trying to be Mm -hmm. friends with people, whether it was, like you just said, there was no chance of you getting in this group, Mm -hmm. um, that you never even stood a chance. You thought you did, but then you 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 realized, like, we're never going to be your friend. Or, like, when I thought I was developing a relationship with someone as a friend, and then they start being kind of weird, like, making little comments, Mm -hmm. you know, little hateful, jealous comments that you I promise you I have been a deer in headlights when I'm having a conversation and I feel like this has happened with multiple women more Mm -hmm. than one Um, I'm having a conversation just about my day or something and I'm just like yeah because I ain't feel like cooking and they what type of wife don't cook for they man Uh, what what (laughs) what happened I'm a human being I don't feel like cooking what happened (laughs) or Oh, my God, the kids, they forgot to charge their computer last night. Um, What type of mom don't make sure? You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? Like, 
you what happened. But it will catch you off guard. And then crazy. you didn't even realize that they've been sitting there comparing themselves yeah. to you and, and looking for all mm-hmm. of your flaws because it makes them feel better. It builds yeah. them up. And it's like, well, I just want to be sisters. Like, <laughs> And that's, that's why I said it's the issue sometimes. It's it's them. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, is when those people let out those their true colors, mm-hmm. then you can know where to place them in your that's life. True. Whether that means I have to remove you from my life or I just have to understand that I can't be as close to right. you. And that's one of my issues is because I have been slighted by women before mm-hmm. where I thought like, not that I thought that we were friends, but I thought like, okay, we're cool. Right. Like, I, I wouldn't expect you to like talk back, like talk down on me or talk behind my back or, you know, make fun of me or anything like that. Right. Um, and when I've had that happen, I was like, I was really, because again, I'm super hyper emotional and like I take things to heart. So I'm like, that like really offended me and really made me feel bad. And I mean, even those times like would oftentimes make me cry because I'm yeah. like, what the heck? Like, like this, like, is it me? Again, mm-hmm. it always goes back to isn't me. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm grateful for that because it let me see who that person was and that I didn't develop a friendship that lasted, you know, months and years. And this could have been something that they could have been plotting on me for who knows yeah. how long. You know, because there are people who are in friendships with... For years. With women, yeah, <laughs> for years that the other person is just doesn't want good for the other person. Yeah, I agree, And you just yeah. don't know that or you see little signs, but you're like, I don't know how to take it. Like, maybe they're just this. Maybe they just had a bad day. Mm. You try to make justifications for it and then yeah. it just keeps going on and going on. And it's like, for me, I want to see those true colors see as it. soon as possible because... When I, like, the friendships that I imagine in my head are, like, the friendship between you and I. Like, I can talk to you about whatever. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to a place where I can talk to Nikki about whatever. And um, I she knows my deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> like, if, if we, we know each other. Hopefully, if, if our friendship <laughs> never ends, but she don't do, like, a whole tell-all Listen. book about me. <laughs> so you can do one on me? <laughs> He's going to the grave. <laughs> but, yeah, so she knows everything. And... <laughs> Not to say that I would want to give someone, like, multiple people access of that intimate, you know, space right. in me. Not that I I'm, I want that. But I want to know that if I'm in a friendship with a woman, or anyone, honestly, but if I'm in a friendship with a woman, that whatever I tell her is going to be in confidence. And whatever yeah. I tell her, I know I can trust her with. And whatever I tell her, I don't think she's going to go back and say to someone else or she's going to judge me. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could put me in my place if I'm doing something crazy and I'm wrong. But I don't want her to, to judge me or, or treat me different or whatnot because of something that I've confided in her. But there mm-hmm. are women who do that. And isn't it the absolute worst when you thought you could be vulnerable with somebody and you thought you the could worst. confide in somebody and they throw it back in your face or you found out they told somebody like... Oh, when they tell That's the ultimate betrayal. That is the ultimate betrayal. Because I've had that happen where I was crying and I was burying my heart about something. And... One of the girls went back and told another one of the girls, and that girl went back and told the other, I'm not going to say who they are, uh, the other person who involved. was involved that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. That was a very, like, very thing. personal. It was very personal. It was a very You thought she was thing. in a safe space. I, I, yeah. I mean, it was, like, one of the safest spaces you can be in, in my imagination. But, again, it's who's in the midst of that space. Ooh. Because... You can be in a safe space, but if you have one snake there, Ooh. 
if you have one snake, that can mess up everything because they're going to go behind your back and they're going to go do this and they're going to do that. And that's what happened to me. And I was just like, and I approached that woman too. Mm -hmm. When I found out that she went back and told the other person what I said, Mm -hmm. um, I approached her like, so-and-so told me that you went back and told them, you know, this, this, isn't that. Mm -hmm. And she straight out denied it. Of course. And I'm like, you know what? It's, It's a... I'm above this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. Clearly, I know you did. The person came back and told me. The only way they would have known this is if you told them because it was in this intimate space where I never told anyone else but this space. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I'm too old. I'm too grown to be arguing back and forth about something petty that I know you did. Yeah. Like, there's no point of me doing that to try to prove a point that I already know. Because exactly. you're just going to keep denying it. Because I knew at that point you're a snake. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever, however way your friendships are... And maybe you have some good friendships, maybe you have some solid friendships, but at this point, you're clearly the whole no new friends situation, and if that's the case, just let me know my place. Yeah. If that's the case, don't act like you want to be nice exactly. to me. I would rather someone um, treat me, and I don't want them to treat me bad, but treat me like in a distant manner. Don't be fake. Don't be fake about it. And there's too many women <sighs> in general... Fake. That is very fair. Like, if I'm going to be, like, super friendly with you and complimenting you and inviting you to hang out and stuff like that, it's because I genuinely want to. I'm not going to do that just to, like, start being mean or being rude or closing the door on you or anything like that. I think that, um, I think one of the biggest things, the most important words that come to my mind with this whole conversation is accountability. Mm-hmm. Because I okay. think that we, a lot of women are aware of this, you know, the struggle. Yeah. And there's a lot of women, there's a lot of clicky women, but I know there's a lot of women who out there who desire friendships yeah, as well. Sure. And I think the first thing that we have to do is take accountability. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that that brings me to my next question was like, have you ever been on the other side of it to where you felt like you were the problem? Because I can say, I won't say I was the problem totally, mm-hmm. but I can say I wasn't always the best friend. Okay. I wasn't always perfect. Um, I've done and said hurtful things and yeah. maybe not out of a bad intention, um, but well, wherever. But I'm human, you yeah. know what I mean? And I think that one of the things that I truly despise as a friend now that I was guilty of doing before mm-hmm. was talking about my friends behind their back because mm-hmm. it was something that I truly, that I grew up seeing, that women mm-hmm. did. I literally grew up up seeing groups of women one of the women would leave and they would talk about her like wow. I've seen that so many times and then also when I had a big group of friends that's literally just what we did we would talk about each other so yeah. I, I kind of just knew and accepted that's the fact that I know that they talk you. about me because if A and B are going to sit on three way with me and we're going to talk about C then I cannot be dumb enough to think that they're going to get on three way later and talk about me so right. it was just the norm it was just yeah. like I don't want to know what y'all be saying behind my back yeah. but now I'm just like dude no I I guess I thought that was normal yeah. and so as I got rid of those old friends that was like something that meant so much to me and yeah. I think that because I was so vulnerable um, in my early 20s mm-hmm. um because of those situations, and I came into church also thinking for some reason that all Christians was perfect. <laughs> Crazy. Like, what? Crazy. But I got rid of those old friends, and I and I came into new friends, and I just assumed that these people aren't like that. Everything's going to be perfect. We're going to be nice and kind, and we're never going to talk about each other. And, you know, that's when you get caught like a deer in headlights. So, um, but... 
back to yeah. accountability. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was taking accountability because I have been that friend. And I'm not even going to push it all the way back to, oh, way back in high school. Mm-hmm. I feel like because of some of my insecurities or because some of those doors got closed in my face, mm-hmm. it made me be in a way that I regret being towards some of my friends. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's about accountability. I think we all have to look at ourselves and say, at what point have I not been the, the best yeah, friend? Yeah, sure. At what point have I been guilty of shutting another woman mm. out or making another woman feel down or making another woman feel less than or not welcome or anything? Yeah. Because once we recognize that about ourselves, because we can only change ourselves. You can only change yourself. Yeah. yeah, it all goes back to the individual. And for me... There's never been a time that I can think of that I purposefully, like, tried to hurt someone or I purposefully tried to close. Mm-hmm. Because I never really had a lot of friends. So, like, my desire was, like, hey, you want to be my friend? Like, <laughs> yeah, let's be friends. So, it was never, like, I wanted to push anyone away. And I'm the type of person that I'm, like, I'll be friends with almost whoever. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, and again, it just goes back to, like, I see the person. I just see them as, like, this beautiful creation. And they're loving. And all they, all the people desire is love and connectedness mm-hmm. and relationships. And, you know, we, we you know, sh- iron sharpens iron. If I can, you know, rub up against someone and sharpen them up. And same thing to someone for me. And, you know, pour into each other and just encourage each other. And we would all be so much happier in a yeah. better place. But, obviously, because I'm human, there's been definitely times that I've dropped the ball in friendships. There's been times where, you know, I feel like in high school, just, again, being young, just dumb. And I don't know, maybe because, like how you said, it just seemed normal. Yeah. Like, it calling was your friends the B word, like, hey, B, hey, B. <laughs> and then you never know, like, when it's, like, when you guys are in the ish- having issues and really calling each other out the name or... And just stuff that I wouldn't do nowadays. Um, I never really talked behind people's back. Like, I would always be the person that just listens. Like, like people would want to gossip, and I would just be like, oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy. Oh, they should have never done that. Type of stuff like that. Um, but there's been times where I've dropped the ball. There's been times in friendships where, you know, I would get too emotional about something and get mad. Like, I lost a good friendship because of, me being emotional and um not being able to sit down with her and tell her exactly what was going on in my life and just jumped off of feelings and was like f you like i don't like we we can fight next time we see each other and that's kind of how the friendship ended and that was like a friendship that i started like I came to Akron Public Schools when I was in the third grade. Mm-hmm. So I met her in the third grade, and we were friends all the way up through ninth grade. Yeah. And, you know, that bothered me for a really long time because I'm like, again, I was young. I was like 15. I had so much going on, different changes in my life, different changes in me. You know, you're hitting puberty. Well, I've already hit puberty, but you're, you, <laughs> you were just going through so many changes as a teenager mm-hmm. and then stuff going on in my life. And then I just, I just wasn't rational about it, mm-hmm. and it did bother me, and I remember seeing her one time, and she seemed really cool when I seen her, like, mm-hmm. no bad feelings or whatnot, but it always bothered me that I never, like, sat down and said, like, I'm really sorry for how I treated you, because, like, you were a great friend, and you didn't realize mm-hmm. that what you said triggered me, and you didn't realize what was going on in my life at that time, and that's not your fault, that's my fault, because yeah. I didn't say that to you, because I'm sure if I would have came up, I guarantee you 100%. If I would have went up to her and told her this is what's going on and what you said really hurt me because this is what's going on, I truly feel like who she is, she would have probably apologized so much. And she felt probably so would have understood. And she would have understood. But she probably like 
yo, Gabby is crazy. Why she flip out like that? I flipped out. I was ready to fight right there on the spot in the class. And she it was at like, Garfield, and I was in honors history. I remember it like my desk was right at the back of the room near the door. I remember this whole thing because it bothered me for so long. You know what? That is, it made me think of a short little quick little story time, random. <laughs> but I used to have a guy friend or whatever, me and my best friend. I think she might have been dating him at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to do weird stuff like the three of us go to the movies together. Do you think that's weird? No. Do, would you go to the movies with me and Darshan? I mean, I probably would just because... I feel like the three of us have hung out before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, we have. We have hung out. I mean, we've gone to other places with all three of us before. I mean, okay. movies are, I feel like, a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think I would be so standoffish. I would just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll go. Well, I guess... Unless it's like a romance and I'm like, right. no, I'm not trying to see that with y'all. I don't know what this is, but... But we used to do stuff like that all the time. Like, uh-huh. her boyfriend would pick us up and take yeah. us to get ice cream and stuff like that. But whatever, that's not the point. The point yeah. is that he had pictures of his mom and his little sister or brother or whatever in his car one day while he left us in to run into a gas station or something. And we found the pictures and we was like, oh my God, look at you and your mom. And yeah, she's so cute. And... He, like, took them and was like, don't do that again. Like, don't don't talk about my mom. Don't look at anything about my mom. And oh. we was like, okay. And he went back in there. We, was, we picked him up again. Y'all was <laughs> asking for it. We was. But we, I don't know what we was thinking. We picked him up again, and he lost it. And then he took us He took us home. He was like, forget y'all. I'm taking y'all home. Y'all play too much. And we just, we still was being petty because we was texting him like, oh, you had a little hissy fit. Like, oh we were so petty. We thought we had a hissy fit and we called him a punk and everything, girl. I know. That's so mean. I know. Did you ever know why? Yes, I ended up finding out that his mom had like some type of developmental disorder or something. And oh, so he was very. So he probably even thought like. He don't. He didn't want anybody to really know or meet his mom because he was very protective mm-hmm. over her. He didn't want nobody making fun of her or he was just like very worried about those things. It was yeah. just something very close to him and he didn't want anybody to see her and be like what's wrong with his mom or something like that especially back in high school and so you know we just didn't know that at the time Mm -hmm. and so that's why we was like oh we was going to the movies until you had a hissy fit like but if we would have really truly known obviously we would not have acted that way so that's actually that story (laughs) spurred up a thought there was one time that I blocked a friendship now that you say that Mm. and I can understand where he's coming from because I have a brother that has a developmental disability that he was born with Mm -hmm. and I had a girl come over to my house from school I knew her for a while at school we weren't like super close but we were I guess essentially trying to get closer Mm because she came over to my house and um you know she was meet my parents she met my one my youngest brother and then she met my middle brother and I was like you know he doesn't have the ability to talk he's Mm -hmm. nonverbal. and she didn't say anything there but when we walked over she's like that's super creepy like your brother can't talk and we were young I mean we weren't super young she's she was old enough to know that that's probably not the best thing to say but she was like that's super creepy that your brother can't talk and I was like what do you mean it's creepy he was born without the ability to to speak like it's not creepy it's just how he's born and she just kept like acting weird about and after that I was like done because I am so super protective about my brother like Mm -hmm. and if someone says anything crazy like I almost fought someone side another another side story this has nothing to do with this but (laughs) I almost fought see I'm I'm a fighter but I'm not oh lord (laughs) I'm a fighter for real (laughs) I was like oh god I had to have been like five because we were at we were at the McDonald's like indoor play playground thing Mm -hmm. and um 
my brother's two years younger than me, so so maybe I was six because he I think he was about four or something like that. But we were in the playground at McDonald's and um, we were climbing through all those little tubes and stuff to go down the slide. And he was wearing a, a pull-up at the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids was making fun, like, oh, you're too old to wear pull-ups, this isn't that. Listen, I about fought that little <laughs> kid up there. And I'm like, that's one thing that I don't play with. Right. So I did block her. And and, and I was never mean to her. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout, I mean, we went to school, even through high school, we went together. Or not went together, but we, you know, associated. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you you really like hurt me in that in that space even though i know she probably didn't mean to again it's probably something she didn't mean but i can't have anyone close to me like that that's going to potentially look at my family or people who i love Mm -hmm. in a different light because you don't understand it yeah and it's interesting to me because i i kind of wonder like was that some type of character flaw that maybe you were right to be cautious of because my kids are six and eleven I don't have no six-year-old. I don't know where that came from. I was just shaking my head like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but. Like, who is six? I was going to say six and 11. But I like, say, I know wow, the gap that's is not a that big huge. difference. Child, my kids is eight and 11. <laughs> and one of she's about to be nine. But they've always known. Yeah. They have always known to never yeah. look at nobody like that or just, mm-hmm. like, you have to know by yeah, then. Like, I mean, I mean, I know. And some we were older than that. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming because I'm like, my my eight-year-old would never, she yeah. would never say something mean like that. Yeah. Now, she what she would do is she's very inquisitive and so she, she may say something questions. like, why isn't he talking? Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Well, how yeah. did that happen? Well, can he learn? Like, she will and do that. And that's different. Like, if someone asks me stuff and they just want to learn, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Like, same thing with my mom. Super protective about that because a lot of people don't understand anything about Huntington's because it's so rare. So, like, when I'm out and about and we get stares, it gets me upset because I'm like, why are y'all staring? Like, like y'all, y'all grown people don't know better. Grown people. And I'm just like, but if someone was to ask me, it's like, okay, you want to get to know. And I'm cool with, with informing people this stuff. But I don't like the people who stare, the people who just have snarky responses and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't want you nowhere near me. I don't want to be a friend with you if yeah. that's how you are. Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's all boils down to being a good judge of character. So mm-hmm. I think that's another part of it too. Like it's hard to find those friendships because you first have to find the people who <laughs> find have the good judge of character and that pool, you know, it's making me think about the dating pool. It's making me, a lot of this makes me think about relationships between women are very similar to relationships with men and finding a man and keeping a man. And I even thought about like when we was talking earlier about like staying friends with people after they've been treating you bad. It made me think about a relationship like when you stay with a man and you know he doing things that's not right but you really (laughs) wanted to work so you keep just ignoring it or making excuses for it or you even start to blame yourself and you try to change. And I felt like that was me in a friendship for almost eight years where I felt like I was literally the the things that was coming at me was hitting me like a deer in headlights like mm-hmm. I said I had several family members pull me to the side and say like what's up like yeah. why are you letting this person talk to you crazy treat you yeah. crazy like this ain't even you um 
And even when that person was no longer in my life, I've had I I would be like, you know, do y'all notice the difference? And they like, you're literally the only person who didn't notice. Yeah. Who continued to let those things slide? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody noticed that. Right. <laughs> but you. But me. <laughs> and it's like I think it was because I desperately wanted that. I mm. desperately craved the sisterhood. I def- desperately craved the friendship, and I also internalized it. Like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not getting the reciprocation? Why am I feeling like you don't want to be my friend as bad? Which may not have been the case. It just may be that they were having their own yeah. set of separate issues. And sometimes but, it's that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the, it's where they're at in life. Yeah, you know, it's the space of where they're at, and they just are going through too many things to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And in that case, like, I feel like again, it goes to like we were saying accountability. Like, if you know you're in a space where like. I'm just, I have too much in my life that's jacked up or I have something big going in my life that I can't cope with or whatnot. Like, it's better for you to take a step back and focus on you mm. than to try to, like, date or try to get in friendships. I'm the same way. I've been that way with dating. Like, there was times where I'm like, I'm going through too much. There's no way I'm going to be able to give myself a portion of myself to a man mm-hmm. and give him time and give him energy when I can't even do that to myself. Right. <laughs> like, so I think the same thing goes with friendships and being accountable um, and and understanding, like you said, check your own self and see, mm-hmm. are you the one with issues? Because exactly. you could be the one with issues, yeah. you know? It's true, and, and we have to, to really consider. I, don't, I just don't think we consider that enough. Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like, and I think this may partially be because I'm married, and in the time, me and my husband obviously go through difficult times, and mm-hmm. I do have people who I can go to. But when we're not going through difficult times, I feel like I may see a lot of women struggling with relationships or struggling to find the relationship and that is what a lot of women desire and they are constantly on the search because not a lot of people take the time to say I'm not ready they just be like I'm ready I want a man yeah. or I want a woman so they always looking and I felt like I had a little tiny frustration not a huge frustration but a tiny frustration that I felt like that's all women ever wanted to talk mm-hmm. about you know what I'm yeah. saying like I felt like Everything was about finding a man and getting a man and what's the problem with relationships and what's the problem with why he don't want me and why he acting like this. But nobody wanted to talk about uh, family struggles or friendship struggles and stuff like that. And, and of course, me, me and me, I internalized it as I'm weird. Obviously, other people don't struggle this bad with relationships with women. They only struggle with relationships with men. So it made me feel like something was wrong with me again because that's what we do. We always internalize it. We always put the blame on ourselves. So I think that um, we have to start looking at other relationships in our lives just as important as we look at relationships with a potential significant other and say, am I truly in a space space where I could love a woman like a sister, where Mm -hmm. I can be there for her, where she will be able to trust me where I will be able to trust her and if not then let me just be kind and and just relax right now and I think that we have to give each other a little bit of grace too Mm -hmm. I give grace because I know that I have not always been perfect yeah you know what I mean so I've learned not to hold on to grudges hold on to anger hey hold on to disappointments because people are going to disappoint you there's no one's no one's perfect it's all avoiding it So, yeah, we got to just give each other some grace, give each other some patience, take inventory, look at our own lives and see, like, what do I need to work on? So do you think that, like, for me, like, so talking about relationships and kind of correlating relationships with men, um, like, in a romantic way versus Mm -hmm. friendships with women, 
um, you know, when we look for a partner, we look for someone who's compatible. Mm -hmm. So, like, when we look for friends, we obviously want to look for friends who are similar in certain ways. Like, Mm -hmm. you both maybe have some similar goals or you like the same type of music. You like to go to the same type of places. You both love God or you both are Muslims or whatever it is. Like, whatever the case is. Like, you look for similarities. But do you think for friendships that we that we can be too picky? Like, I feel like, so mm. what I say, so why, why I say this is, like, there have been situations where I've heard women who have children only want friends who have, are, children. Who have children. Or women who are married only want to have friends who are married. Who are married. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Can we be a little too picky? I think it's, I can understand wanting some similarities. Mm-hmm. I can see, you know, it would be hard for me if I didn't have any friends that had kids. Like, none yeah. whatsoever. I can see me desiring to want some. But for me, I don't think I could push people away just because maybe you didn't have kids. Or maybe right. I'm single and you're married. You, I can't be friends. Or I end up getting married and I can't befriend a single person. Exactly. I think that's a little picky. And I think sometimes women do that and can close themselves off from yeah. a potentially good relationship and it's like you have no idea what value that woman can bring in your life exactly just because she's not in the same season as you mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she doesn't still bring value but i think especially when it comes to like the whole married thing i've heard women be like uh-uh no single women around here and it's Ooh, like <laughs> yeah it's like well i mean who do you trust your man do you trust like if she's going to be your friend, like, do you trust to bring her in the house around? Like, it just seems kind of weird. Exactly. Like, are you just closed, too closed off and you only want your small little circle of people who are just like you? Just like you. That's a good point. Um, we do have these huge requirements. Mm-hmm. And you never know who you can connect with yeah. uh, that may not fit into your little box. Um so, I want to ask, I guess we can kind of end it with this little activity. Okay. Um, the same way we have absolute no's and, re, you know, our hard no's and hard yeses mm-hmm. for a relationship, do you have any hard no's for friendships or any hard, like, you have to be like this to be my friend or anything like that? Um, I guess it kind of sounds so cliche, but, like, I, I, I would not be with a friend who, or I would not be friends with someone who I know or I have seen jealous tendencies. Um, like, people who are always, like, just putting you down. Um, just, you could just tell they're jealous. They, they're they always trying to one-up you, trying to be yeah. in competition. I couldn't be friends with someone like that. Um, I, I kind of want to, like, tread lightly on this i guess it, i would have to know the person more but i wouldn't want to be friends with someone who's always a debbie downer like every time you see them every time you talk to them it's always like just Negative. doom and gloom and everything but i still have to be careful with that because sometimes you just it's a person's season mm. sometimes they're just in a dark season i've been there before i mean even though that i would kind of put on a mask and hide that part of me but you know some people can't do that and they're in a season but um like in totality like if our friendship just goes on for a while and that's all I'm getting from them I feel like that's very draining and I can't like be in a good friendship or in a good relationship that's always draining me Mm -hmm. um that's a good one 
have to think if I had more, but those are the two that come up to my mind. What about you? Um, I, I definitely agree with those. I don't yeah. want to be friends with a Debbie Downer. I have learned my lesson about ignoring signs, and, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm just not in that place anymore where any woman could make me feel insecure about myself yeah. because of their negative comments. Like, I see right through that now. Yeah. So those two things are important to me. Um, I don't think it's too many, uh, you know, the negativity, the hatefulness, the judgmentalness. Uh, you have to be obviously like a good person. Yeah. I don't want to be friends with somebody that's mean and nasty and putting other people down or, right. you know, anything like that. Um, I think that one thing I, I wonder about, because like sometimes I'll see somebody who I feel like I have so much in common with, and then I will see them do something that I would never do. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they may cuss a lot, you know what I'm saying? Or, or on their story, or maybe they, uh, I literally just seen somebody who I always kind of thought like, Oh, I wonder if we would be friends. And she was just like, yeah, um, I just went to the dispensary and got a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to ever discount a person because, because of, of something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's honestly, like, we could all be discounted for something. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to have, like, oh, I don't smoke so they can't smoke. I don't drink so you can't right. drink. I don't cuss so you can't cuss. Like, what? Like, people is grown. They yeah. all got their own. you can't make, like, your cookie cutter friend. Exactly. Cookie cutter person. They all have to be the same. Like, yeah. We're all, we all have downfalls. And that's what, we, what I hope people understand is that none of us are perfect. And you, it, just be mindful of when you're trying to make friends, when you're trying to build relationships, even when you're looking for a partner. Like, obviously, use good judgment mm-hmm. and, you know, don't look over the, the red flags as, as if they're nothing, but also understand that we're human yeah. and we all have pasts. Mm-hmm. And even with our past, like, and even if we're in a good place in life and, and we're, you know, going in the right direction, like, we're still going to mess up. We're mm-hmm. still going to drop the ball. Exactly. We're still going to fail. Like, it, and you can't hold people to this ridiculous standard in your mind that everything's going to be Not perfect because if you want everyone to be that way your relationships will never be genuine exactly. they'll never be genuine and yep. that's what we should be striving for is and like real life genuine relationships yeah and it and it can lead you down the wrong path if you do get to that cookie cutter where you're looking because i think yeah. i was i went through that where i was like oh i want to only be friends now with christian women mm-hmm. who are who are like this and don't do this and don't do that and that meant nothing. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. can put on a facade. You know? Look at Jesus. He had 12 disciples and and one wanted him dead. One mm-hmm. went, went to go sell him off for so 30 pieces him. of silver. So it's like, and he was chilling with, with sinners, trying to help them get on the right path. And it's like, you don't know. Right. You don't know who you can impact. You don't know who can impact you. Mm-hmm. You don't know where these relationships you can lead know. you to. And obviously, again, being careful, there's certain things... Like people's lifestyle, and that you say that, that I probably wouldn't be super close with them right. because they just don't mesh with my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you're out getting high and getting drunk all the time, and you're out here sleeping with a whole bunch of different people all the time, like that's just gonna bother me because in my friendships, I love you and I want the best for you. So when I see you doing that, it makes me feel sad. Yeah. And I don't think I can be in a, in a close knit friendship with someone like mm-hmm. that. Uh, an acquaintance, sure, but. Yeah. You got to be able to relate to them on some level. To. And I think that everybody in my life. I relate to them in a in a deep way. So I guess just to end it off, because we are best friends and we yeah. are sisters, why don't we say, like, what are some of the things that have helped us to maintain our relationship mm-hmm. or that helped us to connect with each other so well? 
I feel like one of the things that helped us connect initially was obviously where we were at church. Mm-hmm. We were in a similar space. Um, you know, I think they, you know, I've heard something or a few times where they say, if you want to meet friends, like find places that you like, yeah. that you want to meet them that are similar. So mm-hmm. I think that helped us connect. Um, I think that our personalities are similar in a lot of ways. I think that we're both pretty laid back mm-hmm. um, and that we don't have that like jealous, catty nature so it's easier for us to just kind of like flow in mm-hmm. um i think it's kind of scary how much of similarities we have it's weird <laughs> it's, it's really scary <laughs> i think that stuff just flows so natural mm-hmm. i think when and it's rare mm-hmm. it's rare to meet it someone is. who is similar in a lot of ways who um likes a lot of the same things that you like who may have some similar visions as mm-hmm. you, and it just happens. Yeah. I think a lot of people go looking for it. Mm-hmm. And in, in that time, I was obviously looking for friends, but I wasn't searching. I was just at church and like, was I like... I somebody like this. Yeah, you know? no, I was just like, I was at church. I'm like, there's a whole bunch of women here. Like, why not start here mm-hmm. and start trying to find friends? And it just happened for us. And I think that we were both um, mutually invested in yeah, wanting to have friendships. I think important. I think sometimes, you know, uh, again, going back to the episode of, you know, talking about... Some people just block it. Mm-hmm. They just block it. Yeah. And they're not ready or they don't want to be ready. And we were both ready. Um, and we were both vulnerable. I think it's hard to build really good, long-lasting relationships if you're not vulnerable to mm-hmm. a degree. And it, I know for me, it took me a little longer. And I was a little slower in that regard. But, you know, being able to finally open up and, and knowing that, we both, like we said earlier, know each other's deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. And we trust each other in that. Um, so I think it's just, you know, putting the time and the effort in yeah. that has made it work That's for true. Us. I think that's really good. I agree with all those points. I think, like you said, uh, one of the things that initially would have made it stand out was, like, that we were mutually invested. And mm-hmm. we just, like, we started to realize, like, how many things we had in common. Yeah. I think that the fact that we're both very respectful towards each other, mm-hmm. we're very sensitive to each other's... I guess, I don't want to call it triggers, but mm-hmm. we are very sensitive. Like, we ain't going, I'm not going to just say anything to you that may be hurtful. And if I do have to say something that may be mm-hmm. hurtful, I'm not disrespectful with it. I'm right. not just coming at you crazy. I'm being considering your feelings. I feel like that's mutual. I feel like one of my favorite things is I don't like a clingy, clingy friend. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing to explain because I want the closeness. Yeah, I course. want the tight-knitness. But I also don't want a friend that want to text and talk to me on the phone yeah. all day, every day. I'm not going I'm on a sleep way. on the phone. I see girls that be like, oh, we've been on the phone all day or while I'm grocery shopping. Like, that's, I can't breathe. Like, yeah, don't be wanting much. to come over and lay on my couch all day while I'm at work. Like, you have a life and I have a life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that that's one thing that sure. I have struggled to have. I've had friends in my past. I've had many friends in my past um, tell me they was angry at me because I don't talk on the phone with them enough or I don't come over enough or I don't I do not do enough. I don't hang out with them enough. And I think that's one thing that I really love about our friendship is that, like, we're very close. Yeah. But also, at the same time, we respect each other's space, which I think can be somewhat difficult to find two mm-hmm. people that gel on the same level it's like that because difficult. people have different needs. Yeah, and, I, so. and I've been that situation too where you know i've been told like 
we don't talk enough or we don't this. And, and I get that to a degree. I think that we have to always be mindful because life can get in the way. Mm-hmm. And you can, I know I'm good at life getting in the way. And me being like, dang, I haven't reached out mm. to this text message that was from two weeks ago. <laughs> I do that. And it's terrible. I do that to family. I do that to everyone. And it's just because I'm so caught up in what I'm doing right. that I don't always take time to just slow down and be like, oh, let me check in on this person. But... Um, I've had people be like, I want to talk on the phone. I want to FaceTime. And I'm just like, I, I just can't. It's just not realistic It's just for not me. realistic. Like, texting? Okay, cool. Texting's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Right. Because I can do that throughout my day while I'm doing everything else. Mm-hmm. But I can't take the time to sit and talk on the phone all day. I can't sit and FaceTime you all day. I can't go over to your house all the time, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that is a great balance that we have that we just understand, like, Mm-hmm. this is the dynamics and yep. we're both cool with it like yep. it works perfectly fine <laughs> and that's like one of the things that like when it comes to finding new friends that a commonality that you kind of want to have like yes. I think that I may not be looking for other mom friends or other wife friends or other employee friends you know you may like to think about there could be stay at home moms or whatever but I feel like I could connect more when like I said we both have our own separate things going on yeah. like we don't have the free time to just hang out and talk on the phone mm-hmm. all day and I truly don't want to be on the phone with nobody the only person is my man is my man and I'll be on the phone with my man all day I could be on Some the phone with a, with a man all day long like if I'm in love with him I could be on the phone all day long and isn't but that I crazy? Be on the phone with what? nobody else all day long like and then they don't even, you, you're not even talking like you just sit in there like Oh, I'm about to find me something to eat, girl. Like what? Yeah, I need to. I need to be able to think without another person, right. unless it's my man. Like, right. That is a weird dynamic. But <laughs> Isn't it works. that weird? It works. I will take up Darshan's whole day if he allow me to. Sometimes, like, <laughs> don't get off the phone with me. But yes. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's a really good thing. Like, I want to. I want to know how some of y'all's relationships work. If y'all have been best friends with somebody or have yeah. friends with somebody since they was a kid, women especially, because the whole thing was about, um, you know, women's relationships. Yeah. What do y'all relationship dynamics look like? Do you have best friends since a kid? Or, or like, I've noticed people who are only friends with their family members. Like, is that intentional? Like, I've noticed that too, which I think is cool. Like, I think mm-hmm. if you can be friends with a family that's member, awesome. that, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I also think you need to have, it, it goes back to separation. Like, you can't always just be friends with your family or with your man like mm-hmm. it's nice to have someone who's separate and out of that mm-hmm. um it just it's just a different dynamic i mm-hmm. mean you can be close as sisters you can be close as brothers but it's a different dynamic it's a different dynamic and i just want to make one other point because we do need mm-hmm. to wrap this up but it's yes, getting kind of long um and i think that me and you are so much alike but we're also so different and that is something that i think makes me because I feel like in a way I want to kind of admire my friends you know what I'm saying like yeah, I yeah. want to like see something in them that I just love that I just want to hype up yeah. and I think there's like a friendly competitiveness if I can call it it's not envy yeah. I think that there's things about you that I want to learn you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying or like I see certain things about you and I don't think about them like mm, well she don't got this or what or I'm better at this no I see things like Oh my gosh, she is so good with money, man. I'm so, I do, I'd be like, I'm so blessed that I got a friend that if I really need to help with money or if I wanted to go to her, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Or she motivates me to do better things like that I don't do. She may do something that I'm not doing that I literally look at it and be like, I feel inspired to do that. Like you want to have friends like that. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's, 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 
it pushes you. It makes it you just you. feel like, man, they're doing it. Like, you're killing it. I want to be on that level, too. Not that I'm trying to compete with you, but, like, I want to level up. I want to grow. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you are what you know. I want to yes. be able to develop the skills that you have. And I think it's, you know, when you have someone that's too much like you. Yeah. And you put them <laughs> too much in a box, you guys are going to be exactly the same and probably stay you don't pretty inspire much me you don't help me you don't states. teach me nothing yeah. right and it's kind of like it's just a little too much mm-hmm. it's like you want some variety yeah. you want someone who's gonna push you a little more so that variety yeah. is good because i feel like there's things that i want to uh, take from you yeah. um but i don't feel like you're so different from me that right. i can't obtain them yeah. because i know you on a close and personal level it makes me feel like well maybe i can do that too i can do that too you know what I mean? so, yeah. so it's kind of good to have that balance it is for yeah. sure so we want you guys to like evaluate that in your own relationships um some some of you might have are to, you the fake friend uh, yeah i was gonna say some of y'all have to check yourself you have to check yourself and see you know what is my own intention mm-hmm. and i feel like you know it's okay if you have to take a step back and not have friends for a while or not be in close contact with them i've been there before where i didn't have friends for few years yeah. and I had God worked on me and I met my best friend in the world so <laughs> it's like um you know just do some self-evaluations and then just check your own friends in your life you know do they make you feel bad do they make you feel great do they inspire you do yeah. they drain you check yourself um, do you want to are you out here like oh I only want baddie friends and, and let me know how that's going for listen, you listen let me know how that's going for you because <laughs> I don't think it's going well Mm-mm. um and then just be more open to friendships be women. Open. Just be nice. Let's love each other. Just I, please be nice. Men come together, I feel like, so much easier to say, let's make this money together. Let's invest together. Let's start this business together. But women, we the power we can have if we came together. I was together. just thinking that. The telepathy that we have is crazy. <laughs> right? I was literally we just thinking that. We got telepathy. We do. Like, I really feel like that also goes back to the beginning of the episode of talking about, like, we said men is men's fault before we're yeah. like that. But I also think, like, they realize how powerful we are. And I'm not trying to say that, like, Ooh. to downplay men at all. But I'm just saying, like, if we were to, like, really, like, get together and uplift each other, like, It'd how be scary. much more amazing, like, the woman species would be. Yes. And how much less crap we would take, how much more value we would see in ourselves if we would just pour into each yeah. other. And I know life's not perfect. Mm-hmm. The world's not perfect. It's not, but it's just, it's baby steps. Just be kind. Yeah. Like, it really just takes being kind to someone. Yep. It just takes, that's all it takes. We just need to uplift and be, and a quick example, um, on, on TikTok a little while ago, they were doing like a black girl follow trend. I think it'd be amazing if we get something started for women too, but I love the black girl follow trend because we are the most least followed, you know, least successful on TikTok. And so TikTok came up with something called a black girl follow train where literally all of the black girls started following each other and liking each other's posts and getting each other to 100,000 followers. I just got 1,000 followers because of it. And I think, like, look what we did. That's awesome. Look what we did when we said, like, if they're not going to support us, we're going to have each other. And I think it it makes it easier if they make us fight each other and not like each other. Then let's leave on. We going to sit here and fight over an alcohol business and tear each other down while they dominate. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we just come together... You know, ended it on a cheesy there. note, but yes, <laughs> let's just come together. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it is. We're talking about, you know, why is it so difficult? Like, mm-hmm. let's just be less difficult and yeah. be more accepting. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. I know this episode is long, a little y'all. long. Sorry. <laughs> um, but 
as always, everything is in the description for this video. Um, also, you can find us on all streaming platforms. Yes. Follow us on our social media pages. Connect with us. Please. Comment on here. Comment through um, Share the DMs. Your thoughts. Yes anywhere we are super uh welcoming to all that we just thank you guys for listening thank don't forget you. that we have ig lives every um every wednesday, wednesday 8 p.m 8 from pretty social podcast page yes join us we love talking to you guys we love engaging with it's you the best, one of the best live <laughs> talking to you knowing what you think about these episodes what are your thoughts even if they're completely different from ours we love that we want to hear what you guys have to say yes all right thank y'all for listening bye, bye.